without further ado, I've been teasing it, teasing it since the beginning of the show. Our guy, who we have missed dearly, our Ryan Horvath joins us on the Roman guest line. Ryan, thanks for joining the show. How are you, big dog? Hey, thanks so much for having me. I miss you guys. Uh, thanks so Alan much Bell. for having you. This is your show, Ryan. Like you saying thanks for yeah. having having us, uh, having you was yeah. weird. No, 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 because I have not been able to talk sports. I have literally been in the hospital for the last three nights. Now tonight I'm finally uh, in a hotel room. But the TV, I was like excited. I was like, finally, we, we just get like a television because I've been watching all these terrible bowl games, which like, let's be honest, these bowl games have been awful. I've been getting killed this week. Probably a blessing that I haven't been on the show because I'm hitting like 35% of my picks right now. I have no idea who half of these guys on this field are. Like, who's pitch quarterback right now? I've never heard of this never. guy. Darren yeah, Bevel like, or something like that? I have no shot. No shot at knowing who that is. I, I think he's going to cover for us, though. Honestly, I think Kenny Pickett might be a system quarterback. I really mean that. I think, like, in five years when Kenny Pickett's somewhere backing up Jordan Love, he's going to wish he would have played in tonight's game, to be quite honest with you. Wow. But, um, Ryan wastes no like, time with his hottest takes. He comes in here and calls yeah. Kenny Pickett a, a, a system quarterback in his first 30 seconds and also predicts that he'll be backing up Jordan Love, which would suggest that Jordan Love is starting somewhere. That's the hottest take or of the, is the second screen, Or is the second stringer and, and Pickett is the third string quarterback. Right. Jeez. Like, I miss, guys, I miss Trista so much that I woke up today and I'm sleeping in a chair in a hospital. And so I just woke up and chose violence. I called out literally the entire Packers beat. Like, some guy. I saw that. Channel 5, Wausau, is trying to respond to me right now. And I just woke up and I chose nothing but violence. And it's because the picks aren't going great. Thank God we get games that, like, mean something tomorrow. We know who's going to be out there because these games have been awful. I do feel pretty good about one, though. I love the the under in this Wisconsin-Arizona State game tonight. It's probably sitting at, like, what, 42, 41 and a half. I don't think Arizona State's going to score many points against Wisconsin's defense. They're the best defense in in college football, Ryan. They better not because I'm on on Wisconsin, too. Do you have the side? Yeah, I'm going Wisconsin, Q, and I'm going to go with the under. And I think, like, that's, that's the play right there. Um, did you have anything in this game that we're watching right? Well, you said you're on. Uh, never mind. You're on a, a pit with us. All right, did let's you see. Did you watch the uh, Tennessee game and this travesty that was the refereeing against uh, Purdue? Yeah, and see, that's why I want to call out Alan Bell. See, now Thank we could have had Tennessee. We could have had Tennessee as three point dogs. I guess that's like kind of on us. I waited though. I listened to Allen. He talked us into it. And right, I'm kind of with you because I I saw your tweet, Tristan. Like, where it, it it was it was a bad beat, and the officials were terrible. Like, they were clearly against. They were clearly. I mean, like, let's be honest. Like, they wanted Tennessee to win that game, or I mean, you know, to screw them over. But I, I don't know. I, I still kind of blame Allen Bell to be quite honest. I'm I'm thinking about adding them to the block party because I got talked into Tennessee. I know what they do to me every single year. They they cost me money. Like. Oh, that was that was brutal. He's I, so convincing. Again, that was the best, that was the best game, though. I know, but that was the best game we've seen, like the best bowl game we've seen, where it was crazy. It was back and forth. Um, so at least, at least it was entertaining. I had the worst beat ever last night. I don't know if you guys were watching um, the Iowa State game. So, yes. again, like when I do eventually pass away, I want the entire 2021 Iowa State Cyclones team at my funeral to lower my casket. So they could let me down just one more time. Was that not the most funny <laughs> ending, dude? Brock Purdy, dude, he picks up the first down and then he fumbles the ball and it bounces four yards back behind the marker. Yeah. And that's how we lose that bet. So that, that's how these bets are going. 
let's just focus on the college football playoff. I can't wait to watch these games. And then it's the weekend for you guys, so I'm excited. For Brian, you. I was on I was on Clemson, so was, I'm sorry, brother, but that was the best play <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life. Great play by the defender there of Clemson to go ahead and get my guy rattled. Uh, let's talk about these games tomorrow. Uh, the first one, of course, I guess, unfortunately, is Alabama taking on Cincinnati. That's at 330. 13.5 uh, point spread in this game, 57.5. You know all the details. You're a degenerate. What are you doing in this game? We have a show bet going on currently while you're away. I'm on Bama to cover the 13.5. Um, it I is bought, a large spread. I bought the point, so I'm on uh, Cincy plus 14.5. Tris is on Cincy 14. What say you? Oh, I, I know <laughs> where already, we're going here already. You already know where I'm going. You already know where I'm going, and yeah. you're probably going to yell at me. You're probably going to drop the headphones, but you know I love this Cincinnati team. And, okay, so Q, we love Bama in the SEC championship game. We made that, like, our ticket-to-the-bank bet of the week. We love them, though, because they were seven-point dogs. They were seven-point dogs for a reason, because all season long they were inconsistent, and Georgia was the best team in the nation. Now I'll say this about Bama. Like, we all know Bryce Young's the best quarterback in the country, but now he's without his best receiver, no John Mechie. And he's facing, as crazy as this sounds, I think Cincinnati has a better secondary than Georgia. I don't think they have a better defense, but I think the secondary is better. Like when we talked about Georgia all season long, if they were going to get beat, it was going to be because of their inexperienced secondary. I think Cincinnati's going to keep this game close, so I'm with Trista, and I'm also going to buy the point and take two scores. But my favorite yeah. play is actually the under, man. Like Cincinnati's going up against Alabama's defense, that's top 10 in the nation. I think they're eighth. They're giving up, what, 306 yards per game. And then Cincinnati, like, we, we know what they're able to do. Like, they, they could stop the pass. They, they don't play in the best conference, we all know. And they could stop the run. Bama beats you with big plays. They have 12 plays this year of 50-plus yards. They average 42 points per game, 6.7 yards per snap. But I think Cincinnati will actually be able to limit that. And I think, like, let's be honest, if we're taking Cincinnati to cover the spread, they're going to do it because they run the ball. Jerome Ford has to carry the ball 25 times in this game. He ran for 187 yards, two touchdowns on 18 carries in the conference title game, 19 touchdowns this year. But can he, he do it against this defensive line, Ryan? I think I think he'll be able to, man. And I, I do think that Cincinnati will be able to keep this game close. Maybe it's a backdoor touchdown. I just think 14 points is, is too much. I think they're going to be inspired. And, like, Okay, so I know we always joke about trends, but the last five times we've made Cincinnati underdogs, they've covered all five times, including against Georgia in that bowl game last year, 24-21. They beat Notre Dame on the road in Notre Dame. That, that's a tough win right there. I know, like, you know, we laugh because Notre Dame can't beat Clemson, can't beat Alabama, but they're still a top program. I think Cincinnati's going to prove they're the real deal. I think Bam ultimately wins the game, but I think 14 points is too many. But I love the under. I think this is going to be, like, 24-17. That's the type of game I see this being. You know what's interesting about that, Ryan, is I am I was like with you on the under, and I think I still am on the under first half at 29 and a half, but it kind of reminds me of the kind of matchup that Georgia and Alabama had where we were all thinking yeah. under, 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 but then we have two, t- two teams that like want to throw the ball down deep. I can see Bryce Young and Desmond Ritter throwing the ball a lot and maybe breaking it open loose in the second half. No, you're completely right. And, like, that's the thing. Like, Desmond Ritter is so damn good. He just doesn't have NFL receivers. Jerome Ford will be playing in the NFL. And Ritter has some guys, like, you know, maybe they make it to the league, but they're never going to be as good as these guys from Bama. Like, let's be honest. Like, as bad as it sucks, like, for Bama not having Mechie tomorrow, I mean, are you going to be shocked if Jamison Williams has, like, four touchdown catches (laughs) 
like, you know, nine grabs. Like, let's be honest. He was a star. Like, everybody's talking about Mechie. Jameson Williams had 184 yards on seven catches. Like, we're talking about Mechie. He's great. But Jameson Williams was eating. Right, exactly. So that is the thing that is a little concerning for the under is there are two NFL quarterbacks out there. But I just think for Cincinnati, like, they're going to have to come out. And I'm with you on the first half under because I think there will be some nerves there. And I think both teams will look to kind of run the ball in the first half. So maybe that's the way to go. I, I do think it'll be a little bit lower scoring, but it wouldn't shock me. That's that's what I love about both of these games tomorrow. Like anything could happen and I wouldn't be shocked. Let me ask you this really quick, because we're going to try to have you around for one more segment to preview the other bowl game, if that's okay. But do you think, yeah, do, do you think Fickle will play aggressive or do you, do you buy into the narratives that some of these other pundits are, are spouting that he's going to try to not lose the game? No, nah, I think he's going to go out there and he's going to be aggressive. I really do. And I love him. Like, I love Luke Fickle because he could have had the Notre Dame job. I, I believe he really could have had that job if he wanted. I think we all believe that. But he didn't pull the Brian Kelly move where he would have had to leave the program, and here they are in the college football playoff. And maybe that cost them getting in, but I just I love that he stuck around. I think he's going to play to win this game. And I also think, like, let's say it's fourth and two. You know, I don't think he's going to play it safe because he knows on the other side of the ball is Bryce Young and that Alabama offense filled with NFL players. And as talented as they are, they don't have that type of talent. So I think, like, if he's put in that situation, he's going to have to go for it. And he's going to have right, to be Brian, super aggressive. We're going to have you for one more segment. Bet MGM's tonight. Quinn Mayo, Ryan Horvath, and Tristan Craig. Mine is Ryan Horvath. Ryan, thank you for joining this show. <laughs> no, thank you for having me, guys. Thank you. I, I appreciate you guys welcoming on to the show and uh, allowing me to talk some college football. Talk a little NBA. I was thinking about this because, Q, I saw your tweet the other night, and I, I was watching the Bulls the other night, and, like, I was thinking about this. I was like, I'm kind of glad that the whole team has caught COVID, and I know that they jinxed Lonzo into catching COVID because when I did the show on 670 to score, everybody was like, man, it's crazy. Lonzo hasn't caught COVID, and then they did the interview with him, and he's like, yeah, it's pretty much because I just hoop and I go home. You know, I'm not going to catch COVID because I don't really do anything but hoop and then go home, and then – he uh, caught COVID and then he tweeted that they jinxed them. But I was thinking, like, I'm almost glad that the entire Bulls roster has went through it because now, you know, the rest of the season, we're actually going to get, like, some real rosters hopefully here. But I don't know. I, I agree with you. Like, the league's tough to watch right now. And like you just said, Tristan, like, I thought Andre Drummond wasn't even supposed to be out there. And I feel like every game that I bet on, like, this past week, like, that's been the case. Like, I'm just sitting there the entire time looking at the rosters, looking at, like, the updated injury report. It's just so tough to figure out. So like, I'm, I'm just hoping that like the second half of the season, especially now with like the new five day rule that like we'll get a better product. Cause this is tough. Yeah. Like two days ago, Darius Garland was a late scratch and then Ricky Rubio in that same game tore his ACL. So not going to say the late scratch right. for, for Garland was the reason for it, but maybe he wouldn't have been in that spot. Non-contact injury, the ACL. Exactly. So it's, it's just so tough right now. And it sucks because like tonight I would have told you like the easiest bet to make would be Brooklyn. And now I'm sitting here, like, sweating that one out even. And I know Philly's healthy right now still. But, I mean, Brooklyn finally gets everybody back. It'd be great if Kyrie could play in Brooklyn. But, anyway, you know. Ryan, uh, now let's go ahead and talk about the main event that we get tomorrow. Starting at 7.30, of course, Georgia taking on Michigan in the Orange Bowl. It's another show bet for us. Myself, I'm on Michigan. No, I'm on Georgia. Excuse me. Trista's on Michigan. Uh, The total 45 and a half. You are the one... Looming vote. Your word swings the pendulum one way or another. What are you doing in this game and why? Man, I hate it for this game because uh, I'm going to see what you guys had to say about this one because I was sold on Georgia, right? Because I played this one immediately. 
I mean, we t- like Georgia all season long was the only team that we trusted in college football. They were the best team in college football. We didn't really know what they were offensively. We didn't know if Seth and Bennett was that great, but we knew they could score just enough points because their defense was so damn good. And then they go into the SEC championship game and Bryce Young hangs 40 plus on them. Right. And, and they looked terrible. I played Georgia. I am starting to second guess it. Uh, we had Ken Barkley on and he was like, Oh, I love Michigan. It's just like, like I said, like Georgia's the best team in the country, but now Michigan is on fire and they're probably the hottest team in the country because finally Jim Harbaugh beats Ohio state. He beats Michigan state. I think Hutchinson right now is the best defensive player in the country. Like all year long, I thought it was Thibodeau, but now I think it's Hutchinson. I think he might even be the number one pick and they have all the momentum. Um, I just I can't get over that Stetson Bennett performance. Yeah. I'm still on Georgia. I'm just wondering how are they going to move the ball against Michigan, who's what number four in the country defensively? They're giving up 16 points per game. I also wonder though, what's Michigan's game plan going to be against Georgia? Because, I mean, one thing is Cade McNamara is not going to look like Bryce Young did. So is Michigan going to look to run the ball? Are they going to look to have Cade throw the ball down the field? I took Georgia just because. I do think that they're still one of the top teams, if not the best team in the country, top three. And I just don't know what Michigan is. Um, The bowl season is kind of making me like second guess it because we're kind of figuring out that the SEC is filled with frauds and the Big Ten might be the real deal. But I played Georgia just going off what we saw the whole year. I think that maybe that was just a bad performance. I think maybe they split walk through it because they knew even if they lost that game, they were going to be in this position, you know? We talked about this uh, before you came on. And when we were breaking down the game, and I'd love to hear hear your thoughts because Q asked me all these these questions right before the break. Who has the better offense, Georgia or Michigan? Man, that is a great question, and I'd probably go with Michigan. Like, Michigan could run the ball. But here's the thing. Is Michigan going to be able to run the ball against Georgia? Or Georgia's defense. Like, what Who has we, the better quarterback? Uh, the better quarterback in this game, I'm going to go with Michigan. I, I So – well, it depends what quarterback we're talking I about. I say the right? better because quarterback like is on the bench. Yep. Right. All, all year long, like, JT was, like, the leading dude. Like, he was the second leader to win the Heisman, and now he's just sitting there holding a clipboard, and I know he was injured at the beginning of the year. I'd probably go to him in this spot because Stetson Bennett, the problem is Stetson Bennett is the better runner. He's the more athletic quarterback, but you want to throw the ball here. I just I, – I do think Michigan has the better quarterback. I don't know if he's going to be able to make plays in this game because Ooh. I just feel like, like, like it's completely different where – Michigan, like I said, they can run the ball, and that's, like, how they win games. But Georgia only gives up 81 yards. I don't know if they're going to be able to have the same success that Bama did against that secondary. So I do think that Georgia is just the better team. The problem is, you know, usually we handicap coaches. Who do you guys that's trust? That's what more? I was just we – I was just about to ask you that. Be smart? I think I trust uh, – I think I trust Harbaugh Trista more. Trista trusts Harbaugh – and this is the first time anybody's trusted Harbaugh. He's like, come he's on. won everywhere he's ever been. But I think he, his. We're not talking about winning, Trista. We said it. It's it, it's achieving the expectation, exceeding the expectation. Bowl. We're talking about him. He had one goal: beat Ohio State, and it took him how long to do it? And now all of a sudden, we just trust him with our lives. Like I, they're Ryan, both not trustworthy Ryan, as much. What I was saying, Ryan, it comes down to defenses, right? If I'm looking at Georgia's defense. How in the world, after a month, they went out there and laid a dud against Alabama. They got taken advantage of. But out of the side of that one game, they have had the most the, the most consistent and the best defense all year long. Now, all of a sudden, one-month prep against Michigan, 
after beating Bama with motivation to see Bama again, they're going to let Michigan just come in here and beat them? Beat them up? Like, come on, this is the defense that we've trusted all year long. They gave up, they had one game, they gave up, remember we were talking about the streak, like every game that Georgia's played this year has hit the under. Like, that every game except for one. And now we're like, you know what? I don't know. They lost the, the Alabama as an underdog, and I can't trust them against Michigan and Jim Harbaugh's khakis. Like, well, oh, my gosh. It's what are we I th- doing I right think now? The Al- I think the Alabama, over the course of the year, Ryan, and I'm sure you could agree, that Alabama's offensive line has been worse than Michigan's. And yeah. so if Georgia couldn't yeah. – and I don't know what Alabama did. Like, the offensive line looked really, really good in that SEC championship game. But, like, if Alabama's offensive line could be shored up enough – where Georgia couldn't get pressure on their on Bryce Young, then like I don't know, I'm not sure what Cade McNamara if he's going to have time. Right, and I completely like, and, and that's the crazy thing about like this game, and even like Cincy Bama is a little bit easier to kind of get an idea because we know Bama's going to win. Like we figure Bama's going to win that game. You know, some of us think maybe Cincinnati is the real deal. Some of us don't, but we all agree one team is going to like with this one. This has been college football this year in a nutshell. Like the last every year, I feel like for the last 15 years, especially since I started betting college football, we've been able to pick out two teams that were going to win the national title. This year, we have no idea. Like we had no clue the whole year. There really wasn't that dominant team. Like there wasn't Joe Burrow and LSU or even like Jameis when he was at Florida State. We knew even though he was a freshman, that team was the real deal. This year, like who do you trust? If you're asking me like which quarterback do I trust, it's Bryce Young. But I don't know if Bama's that great. Like, we said that all year long. You know, they lost to Texas A&M. Michigan, we don't know that they're that great. They had a bad loss this season. You know, Cincinnati, like, on paper is the best team. I think they have the best win just beating Notre Dame. But then again, Notre Dame became, like, a better team the second half of the season, which didn't really make a whole lot of sense. So, I'm going to go with Georgia. I'm going to play, like, the SEC card. And also, I'm going to play, like, the narrative that, I completely agree, Q, that they want Bama again. Like, they have that sour taste in their mouth, especially because they gave up all those points after being the best defense in the country. And I do believe they're the best defense in the country, even though I do do still question that secondary. I think they're just going to be hungry. So I'm going to stick with Georgia. I have no idea what to do with the total. As weird as it sounds, with two great defenses, I'd probably play the over. Hmm. So hard. I mean, the number is so low. It'd be like a math play. I, I don't. I don't know. I just don't know. I feel like Georgia, like that defense. I, go back and just spend some time. You have some time on your hands. Go back and watch every Georgia football game from you know six months ago to now, and really look at. Well, it hasn't been six months, but look at every like that defense. I like Michigan, but Michigan's offense is defensive line has also been taken advantage of by far less uh, uh, talented players than Georgia has right now. And like you said, the narrative, like, I I think it's cool. I think it's cute that Michigan is kind of turning this corner. It's awesome. But Georgia is about to send one of their defensive, their defensive coordinator is about to get sent off. And the one thing that he's probably preaching to them every single day, every single night is the one thing I want you guys to do for me and for yourselves, but for me is get me Bama one more time. For it all. Get me so Bama can, one more time. So we can embarrass them flat out. Like, just go back and right our wrong. So I'm I'm on. I got to go with Georgia in this spot. And the under, though, I, I don't hate the under. Because I, I think if you trust Michigan's defense as well, like, this could really be a chess match between both of these teams. I, I don't hate the under in this spot at all. You know what we should do? Like, and I'm rooting for Cincy. So we should throw, like, you know, if, if you want to, like, root for the underdog, like, root for David to finally beat Goliath. This might be a year, even though it's a non-Power 5 team, that we get it. Like, throw a little pizza money on Cincy. But as a show play, 
we should just like cut the bull crap right now and just play Bama to win it all because I just got I got done asking you guys like who do you trust more Harbaugh or Kirby? Uh, my answer no and no. Let's just be honest. Like Saban is going to find a way to win the national title, right? And I found it hilarious. Like, and we also know we don't have to worry about positive COVID tests. They interviewed a couple players from Bama. They're like, hey, when was the last time you guys have been tested for COVID? Uh, actually, we have no clue because we only get tested if we come down with symptoms. Hmm. What does that tell you about the Bam, you know, Bama's program? Like, let's be honest. I think Bama's winning it all. I think Bryce Young's the best quarterback in the country. Wow. I love Bryce Young. And Bri- also, we look back at this game against, um, against Cincinnati that we're playing. Nobody's talking about Bryce Young's performance. We're talking about offense. We're talking about defense. We're talking about quarterbacks that are out, guys. That, that we're talking about coaches. We're not talking about how Bryce Young put the stamp on the Heisman after that performance against the best defense in college football. Do you think we're going to get a put? Like, that was the actually the separating factor, the quarterback that played that high of a level. Do you get that same thing from Michigan? I don't know. The lights are brighter, too, so we'll see how things shake out. Uh, Ryan, really quickly, do you have any plays that you have in the NFL that you want to give out to the people before we let you go? Yeah, really quickly, actually, I'll throw a couple out. So I'm going to, I was so upset that I couldn't be on the show with you guys on Monday because Aaron Rodgers is now the favorite to win MVP and Joe Burrow threw for 500 yards. I'm going to play Cincinnati to cover the five at home against Kansas City. I know how hot Kansas City is. I played the Raiders, but that number is no longer available. And then finally, I'm going to go actually with um, the Chargers over the Broncos. I know I'm probably not going to hit my win total because of it. But I think the Chargers, they're at home. They want to get into the playoffs. I think Herbert's going to have a big day. So I played them uh, at five and a half, and I'd still play them probably at six and a half. I played the same thing right before I came into the show. My only play so far in the NFL is the Chargers, the Demolish. Also, they got some guys that just popped up on the uh, COVID list, the uh, the Denver Broncos did. What's your uh, feel on this Green Bay uh, Viking game? Uh, This is like a rematch. Now we're in Lambeau. Yeah, I'm scared because it's a rematch. So everything's telling you, and it's at Lambeau. All Rodgers does is win and cover at home. But we all know, like, especially with the Packers being six-and-a-half favorites, if it ends up at seven, seven-and-a-half, it's going to be the number one teaser leg. The only thing that concerns me, must win for Minnesota. I do think Minnesota, like, offensively could be, like, a nightmare matchup still for Green Bay, who's not fully healthy. But I'm going to roll with Rodgers and the Packers because if they win this game, they get the number one seed, and then they could take week 18 off. And then Jordan Love starting that game. Yep. All righty, Ryan Horvath, thank you so well. much for joining the show. Enjoy yourself. Travel safely as you come back. Can't wait to have you back on the show next week.